What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast. Your host here, Dave Sturchio, alongside the Reverend Tommy D. Hello, supposed, you're supposed to do your yeah. Yeah. All right. That's go. my mom. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not right. starting over, so you can just go with that. All right. Um, anyway, no Chris Gucci here. He is on a uh, sabbatical. He is on a, uh, uh, a life quest. He is on a, uh, I don't even know what to call it at this point, other than a vacation with his girlfriend. So. I told you he's... If you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> he's going to get his dog collar. Yeah, yeah, it's collar, uh, uh, it's fun. Jack. So yeah, so no Chris today. Uh, it's okay because there's no MMA to really speak of. I would say bare knuckle uh, got nuts. Did I mean, Chad uh, Mendez win his fight? Did Chad Mendez won. Uh, Julia let me bang, bro. Lost to uh, <laughs> Mike Perry, which I mean that. Steve Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Perry. Which that shouldn't have happened. Uh, Bellator was. A somewhat decent event. I showed you the who's the uh, who's like the main like who's the heavyweight champion over Bellator right now. It's Ryan hard. Bader. Who? Bader? Ryan Bader. Oh, okay, cool. I know him. Um, but yeah, I was just curious to know like who the faces of Bellator are at this point. You know, heavyweight champion. I always go to that first, but then like you know, there's obviously there's a couple divisions over there. But uh, yeah, the bare knuckle. I saw some highlights of that. Still think it's barbaric. I still think it's ridiculous that anybody would actually do this shit. Um, but again, money talks, and, and I'm sure that's why they're all doing it. So. Yeah, and you know, big MMA news. Uh, <clears throat> Benil Dariush is out of his fight with. Uh, Islam Hakashev that's coming up this weekend. Oh, so was, anybody taking last minute notice or no? Bobby Green. Dude, <laughs> wait a minute. He's, so he's gonna get his face. Dina said that. Oh my god, it's so crazy. And I like corrected her. She's like, because I'm like, oh, is there anything? Because we want to go out for her birthday weekend and stuff, so we're all gonna go out. And uh I was like, is there any UFC on? Like this way. I know it's not a pay-per-view, but is there anything going on? And he goes, mock was it Makiev? Mahakashev. Mahakashev, right? And uh she, against Bobby Green. I'm like, well, that's not right. Bobby Green just fought. And she's yeah, like, he, Well, that's what it says, and that's why it's plus five hundred. And I was like, wait, so now you're confirming it with yeah, me. That's he, uh, so crazy. He took it. <coughs> Dariush got hurt last Bobby minute. Green just fought last yeah, week, it, dude. You know what? And <laughs> this can't be wait, isn't there like a, a non compete window where no. like you can't fight? Nope. No, Jesus no, because Christ. he didn't get hurt. He didn't. He wasn't put on any kind of protocol or anything like that, or what they would call the athletic commission suspension. Right. Um, That's what I figured he was on, yeah, no matter what. Nope. So he signed on, and he's going to get his face smashed. So a nice payday, though, I'm sure. I mean, that's yeah, going to be the main event. Dana takes care of the guys that will step up like that, even if he gets decimated. He'll. You get, really don't think he has a chance? Yeah, he yeah. probably doesn't have a chance. Like, that's yeah. going to be a bloodbath. I wasn't even giving Dariush a chance against Mahakashev, and Dariush is really good on the ground. Yeah. Islam's re – he trains with Khabib. I know. He's the Khabib guy, officially. He, he wrestles with Khabib. Unbelievable. That which means he probably takes out heavyweights in AKA wrestling. Yeah, that, yeah so it's just so nuts that I was just talking to Dina, and she's like, yeah, facing Bobby Green. I was like, nah, that ain't right. It's a typo, or that's a misprint. Like, that's so funny that that actually came out to be true. All right, so that's, that's this and weekend. Jim Miller. Tying Donald Cowboy Cerrone with the most wins in UFC history. He just won, yes. <clears throat> he beat Nick Mata, who a lot of people don't know Nick Mata. Now, I know Nick because when he was done with the Ultimate Fighter Season 4 Brazil, he, Brazil. Moved, he moved to New Jersey and was training out of Nick Catone's and Henzo's in, uh, well, not Henzo's, uh, well, Henzo's too, but Ricardo Almeida out of Robbinsville. So he was living in Tom's River. He would teach at my school, 
Oh, cool. And he would work with the fighters there. So I've known who Nick is for a long time. He's now just getting into the UFC. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You said your school. The Madama Jiu-Jitsu where I used to go. You? You? Yeah. Wait a minute. Time out. See, I, I don't know you like I know Chris, obviously. You are a certified killer? Like, is, is, I trained with Madama for seven years. Shut the hell up. Yeah. You. Yeah. You. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you like, there's no fucking way. Listen, when I started there, I was 170 pounds. Shut up. Why'd you stop? Accident? Yes. No. No? Uh, <clears throat> my coach told me that it would be very hard for me Too to fat get to fight. to fight. No, you said it would be hard for me to get licensed to fight with everything going on with my legs. Um, in New Jersey, he said the licensing might be rough. He goes, so you can... So you've never actually had a fight? No, just sparring. Just sparring. That's cool. uh, I had no idea. Yeah. Here I'm thinking like, oh, he just is a fanboy and he likes this sport. And, but you were knee deep in the sport. I was, but it actually... And look, this is good info for the listeners who really don't know who the Reverend Tommy D is prior to this podcast. But training actually got me... Because I was one of those guys who would watch it and be like, oh, I can't believe he just didn't get up and smash him. When you start training and you realize why he couldn't stand up and smash him, you kind of stop saying things like that. That's why I lash out at, uh, at like, the casuals hey, on Oh, relax over here. No, no, no. <laughs> the ones on Twitter that think they know everything. But um, I trained. I had one class. Well, not even class. I, I trained with my buddy Jason, who used to run the podcast next door. And uh, he's like, yo, come to my dojo and let's let's hang out and get to work. I said, all right, cool. What the fuck? You know, how hard could it be? You know, I, I was a professional wrestler, so I figured, okay, I have training of some variation. I forget what year this was, um, but I went there and we trained. We hit that. We hit the, like the gel bag. We hit the speed bag. Little sparring here and there. Nothing too crazy. I didn't like the sparring part because, look, I retired from wrestling because of shots to the head. So even when I was getting like a touched up a little bit, I was just like, oh, this is not fun. And then like he put me through the, like circuit training and shit. And it was over and I was like, oh, man, I feel fine. This is great. And I was like, yo, where's your bathroom? I went to the bathroom. <laughs> for like literally when I say three rounds of violence out of the the mouth region and who knows what happened behind me like there was I was leaking out of every orifice and it was a rough go and I and to that day I think that was the hardest I've ever trained for anything um and that was one day that happened to me when I took a liver shot in training I had taken it they don't sell this brand of pre-workout anymore because it was basically legalized. Jack 3D? No, oh. it was called, it was just called insane. Okay. It was basically legalized meth. Oh, nice. Okay. And the scooper was about that big. And I took that. He's doing a uh, little pinch, folks, in yeah. case for all and you non-viewers. Yeah, I, I took that to go to train. That's what I did, too. I took pre-workout. I was dude, what are you doing? And yep. I'm like, I'm it just trying like to get my up. My skin was on fire because... Mm -hmm. Your, your pores are now open, so now you're rolling around on the sweaty mat with open pores. My skin was on fire, and we get to sparring. So, no head... I hated wearing headgear. I never wore it. If you're going to punch me in the face, just punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're sparring. I go up to block a punch, and he faked me out, and he threw a kick, and he hit me in the liver, and I took two steps forward, and my legs gave out, Wow. Three minutes later, I let out a fart, <laughs> and I shit my brains out nice. the entire rest of the day. Nice, nice, nice. All right, well, look, that's cool. So I now if we go out to the bars, I know that you uh, have, some, <laughs> have some training. That's so cool. I know Nick from that. Okay. And 
they finally just get him in the UFC, which is criminal to me because he was killing people in CFFC. Mm-hmm. And they put him in there against Jim Miller, which that's kind of douche. That's very douche to put him in there against Jim Miller. Yeah, I guess. You know, Miller's on an uptick right now with his career, which is crazy because for about three years he was not feeling good because um, he had, uh, the hell is that when you get bit by a tick? Lyme disease. Lyme disease. <laughs> and, it, like, people weren't sure how much longer his career was going to go on, but he changed up everything with his diet and everything, and now he's on, like, a two- or three-fight win streak where he's not just winning, he's knocking people out. And now he is tied with Donald Cowboy Cerrone for the most wins in UFC history, and he's hoping to still be fighting in UFC uh, UFC 300, which is in 2024, so he could say that he competed in UFC 100, 200, and 300. It's interesting. That's a long way away, though. Two years. I mean, how old is he? He's up there. Around our age, 37, That's up there. That's up there. But if you think about it, they fight in twice a year. In fighting terms, I'm talking. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> if you train and you get up for it for a one-shot deal, yeah, you know, it's fine. I say they make it Jim Miller, Cowboy Cerrone. For both of their retirement matches at UFC 300 for the most wins in UFC history. Well, that would mean Jim Miller doesn't fight for the next two years. That's I think it would be worth it for that payday. Yeah, but that, I don't know. You got to like stay active, and I don't know. Well, he's always active. No, he, I get that. He's but I'm right really, here in Jersey. He lives up in Sparta. They literally Sparta. have. He literally has nothing to do besides like family life, um, but make beer, homemade beer, mm-hmm. hunt, and teach jujitsu. Jujitsu. Okay. Well, listen, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out, but congratulations to Miller for getting the win, even though your boy kind of, you know, bit the dust on that one. That that sucks. Um, but, yeah, so this Saturday there is another UFC fight night, and then two weeks from now is the big fight. Um, that is Colby Covington taking on uh, Street Judas, um, and that and uh, we'll see we'll see how that one plays out. But like I said, I, I'm excited for that, that fight on a personal front. Uh, big Colby guy. Colby's a friend of mine, so I definitely, uh, you know, want to see him win. Yeah, let's, let's put it. There's also a stake in a podcast for that fight. Come on. Yeah, no, that's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a thing. Yeah, we would have him on uh, if he wins. He's going to go on world tour and just completely shut this guy up for good. Um, but, yeah, so that's your MMA Um I guess, right? There's nothing else going on right now. It's just, it's quiet time. You know, nothing until the Co- uh, the Covington fight, I don't think. Yeah, the anything. 28th, you have uh, Musasi against uh, Mr. Page Van Zant for the belt. Ah, okay. And that's Bellator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, all right, Mr. Page gotta, Van gotta Zandt. Show, gotta show love to Bellator. I know Chris doesn't really like to, but honestly. They're trying. Uh, being as, as wrestling fans, competition is a good thing. And Bellator does put on a good product. I get what Chris is saying, that it's just on Showtime. So it's kind of dicked for people who don't want Showtime. Like they don't have any like they don't have any uh, deals with any networks at all. Nope, they went right to Showtime because Scott Coker had that deal with with Strikeforce all those years ago. Yeah, but I mean, I kind of get that's it. silly. That's that's for them if they want eyes, they need to sign with a network. Let it be fucking sci-fi the, the or some shit. Who cares? Showtime's a good deal. No, it is, but the, for people who can't don't have it, you know, like get on network television. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see at least her. at least UFC is with ESPN. I know you got to get the app, the Plus, and all this other shit just to well, watch the pay per view. You saw that breakdown of how much it costs. No, I don't give me stars, <laughs> you know, because it have it popped up on my bill. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I ordered. You there, saw how like, much it costs, but if you break that down to all year long, which Showtime people are paying for it already, I get it. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, know. if you have the channel. Oh, so they don't, they're not pay per views. It's just no, on it's, Showtime. It's just on Showtime. All right, so you have to have a subscription to Showtime to watch. I just don't Bellator. think Showtime's programming is really that good to for people to want to. They jump haven't over there. been in so long. Like I remember back in the day, like Showtime was always like second fiddle to HBO. Always, you know, and we just never have like the, the most recent movies and you know and anything like that. It just. It's know. their boxing and, and now yeah. MMA. I mean, I used uh, to Do like, they do the real sports? No, that's HBO. No, that's HBO. Yeah. I used to like Showtime 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, with what? The Red Shoe Diaries or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> you know, b- before we had the internet. Before, before, before the, before the internet. Box, and then you the would have to watch. Gave us spice. You would have to watch uh, the most softest porn you've ever seen in your life. And usually it's just like a lot of close-ups of the dude, <laughs> you know, and just like, no, you don't see anything else but like boobs. Two That's minute, really Two it. minute scenes. Yeah, like real quick hit, quick hitters. Um, but actually, you know what? It worked for us when we were it younger. Did. It did. It did work for us, damn it, when we were younger. That, that did work for us. You know, it's funny. I started watching um, Pam and Tommy. Have you? Yes. All right. So I'm like five, four episodes in. Five, I'm like, that's a lot of dick. That's a lot of dick. <laughs> and I'm like, it's funny because I, I found it hilarious. That I'm seeing way to too much of uh, the Winter Soldier that I really don't want to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah. So I, uh, who knows if that's like. No, it's fake. It's It's got to be. It's got to be. For, if not, God bless. Um, but anyway. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got professional wrestling to talk about because the Elimination Chamber just went down this past weekend and what that does for uh, WrestleMania season as we are fully on the road to WrestleMania. Everybody, right now, collectively, point to the sign. Go ahead. Point to the sign as you're listening to this. What's that? There's no sign. Uh, Point to something, and you'll feel like you're going to WrestleMania. So we'll be back right after this. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out, and sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business, and today we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Lilac Sage Boutique and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. All right, welcome back to the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast right here on the uh, the Chop Sports Podcast Network. It's your boy, Dave Sturchio, alongside the Reverend Tommy D. Chris, yeah. Chris Gucci on assignment, uh, a.k.a. trying not to die on the slopes. So he'll be back next week to talk all things Bobby Green, maybe if it gets an upset win or something like that, which would be out of control. Uh, so the WWE Elimination Chamber comes and goes. If you watched it live, it was on at noon. That sucked. Um, I, I did get to watch... The main event from the road. Uh, I didn't drive. I was it was riding shotgun just because I said, "Look, I gotta I gotta watch this main event." So you drive, <laughs> you know. So I got out of that. Um, so anyway, starts off with obviously uh, Goldberg and Roman. My brother was over at the time when Gold. I was like, Roman came out first, and my brother doesn't watch wrestling. I was like, but he has watched wrestling way back when, when he was a kid, like everybody else is supposed to, and stop. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I continued like a moron. Um, so I said, Danny, you're never going to guess in a million years who he's going against. 
And he's like, who? And he's like, Stone Cold. I'm like, no. He's like, Hogan. I'm like, close. All <laughs> right. <laughs> so close. The, the, the music plays and he sees Goldberg come out. He's like, bro, Goldberg hasn't changed at all. Like, no. I'm like, if he died, his, if he died, his goatee. It would be. I said, yeah, dude. I was like, he, you know, it must be the test and the HDH and everything else that he's pumping through his body. But Goldberg looked great, you know, and I think that was good uh, for the for the look and the aesthetics of this match. Um, Roman, you know, he looks great too, and uh, I thought it was going to be a lot quicker than it was, but it turned out to be an okay match. It like was. it wasn't as awful as I thought it was going to be. It was. I enjoyed it. I mean, look, Goldberg could still work. Everybody's always got such bad things to say about the guy, like. Give him a break. I, but I think it's like uh, the problem with Goldberg is it's time, man. You know, it was time a long time ago for him to be like, what a cool run I had. Thanks for everything, WWE, WCW. Thank you for everything. I'm going to ride into the sunset now. I'm a Hall of Famer. But no, the guy's got to go out there and get a payday from uh, Saudi Arabia. Because oh, well, apparently he's very popular in Saudi Arabia, which is kind of crazy to me. Do they, what are they still? Uh, he's an use, American Jew. What like, are they? That's nuts to me. <laughs> they, they still got a, what's it, a VHS over there? Like, probably. Like WCW tapes? Yeah, you know, and, and I was a huge mark for Goldberg, and, and I don't care. Yes, he was not a good wrestler. They didn't give him the opportunity to learn his craft because look at him. They shot him to the moon. Fast. Yeah, look at him. Like, how do you not give that guy? Fresh off the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not give that guy top billing? He was huge. He was nuts that he could pick people up and put them down. And for, for you know, for, it, it took, you know, the undefeated streak ended on a taser. Yeah, and that was it. WCW. That's how they ended it. My and he did God. Bret Hart a favor. He, um, okay, he hurt you, but your career was going to go even worse the more he can. Is there a more the disappointing uh, run, second run with a different company than? Bret Hart with WCW. That was really disappointing. Yeah, it was awful. It was the worst. And it was like karma for like the way he left. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm going to punch Vince in the face. I'm going to spit on him. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to flourish in WCW. And it didn't happen at all. It didn't even work when they gave him the NWO t-shirt. Oh my God. First of all, I want, you know what I watched the other day for no reason whatsoever. The NWO like documentary. I like the, the I evolution. I watching that. Me too. And uh, I, I watched it on Peacock or whatever. So I'm watching it. And I'm like, I forget and forgot how big the NWO got. And I'm not talking about ratings. I'm talking about members. Yeah. Everybody and their sister was a fucking member of the NWO, which was just it's so bad. When you water something down like that, it becomes like NWO was like the brand now. WCW is dead. Well, it's you like know? what Kevin Nash was saying, oh, this guy needs a push. Give him a shirt. Right. And it got to the point where they have their own pay-per-views and their own oh, referees. It's brutal, like, bro. On. It was brutal. Oh. Rough. Anyway, Goldberg, Roman Reigns. Right, so match goes. They did the old choke him out so don't tap him out gimmick. I, again, I get why they did it. You know, you don't want to look Goldberg um, you know, lose outright to Roman Reigns because then it's just like, what did, what did we do this for? You know? Mm -hmm. So if you have the guillotine, which, by the way, a guillotine in Saudi Arabia is a finish, <laughs> it writes itself. That's why I kept saying it, it to you. It writes itself. The, an American Jew on TV got finished by a guillotine. Uh, yeah. Where have I seen that before? <laughs> it's just like, come on, guys. Get with the like culture, for the love of God. Um, so anyway, that happens. Roman wins. He's going to Mania. Yay. What happens to Goldberg next? Who knows? I think it's 
He's got to fade again. And he could just do the the one off deals because he's a big name and and they want big. But names is he a big name to, still? Yeah, it's obviously I mean, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. They yeah, they went nuts. Yeah, they went nuts for him. They you know what? Goldberg that's good. in their native tongue. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> doesn't even sound like Goldberg. Like ha da ha ha da ha, and that's when we've gotten canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you were wondering how long it was going to take. Just uh, episode, I believe this is five, right? And so, it wasn't me. Cinco, <laughs> yeah, episode Cinco. We are out. But yeah, um, it, yeah. you know. It, if there's a market for him and, and he could put on the match, because who are you going to put in there against Roman? I don't know. I don't know. Just, just don't. I don't yeah, know. Just, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> just save him the WrestleMania for right. crying out loud. Right. And then, obviously, it's followed up by uh, the Women's Chamber, which was okay. You know, wasn't, I liked it. wasn't bad. Uh, I liked, uh, you know, if I had to pick one, the Rumble or the Chamber, definitely Women's Rumble over the Women's Chamber. Uh, women's uh, Chamber was good. Had some stars in there. A lot of love. Liv Morgan's uh, homage, homage to Oops, I Did It Again, which was very hot. She yeah, I don't very understand good. what that was for. It was for she did the Britney, but why? Why not? Because it it's funny because I was watching <laughs> it at my at my wife's uncle's house because he likes wrestling, uh -huh. and I look, I go, oh look, Britney Spears is wrestling. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only thing I could say I disagree with is Dewdrop being in there. Well, that too, but I mean, she served her purpose, whatever. But the big thing was bringing back Alexa Bliss for this to lose. Because aren't they building her up on Raw to be like, she's doing all these therapy sessions and nobody's seen her in a long time? All of a sudden, you're going to bring her back at, at Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia and you dress her up. She can't even wear what she wants to wear because none of the girls can. But, like, she doesn't look herself and then she just loses and, and that's it. Like, that was that was the big comeback. Well, I if, feel like it's Bray Wyatt all over again. If you're smart with your writing, if you're smart with your writing, WWE writers, I really hope you're listening to me. I yeah, also of course they're listening to I also applied for a job as a WWE writer. So have I, Indeed, once upon a time. Yeah, so um, Wait, currently? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like, oh, that storyline sucks. Who wrote that shit? Uh, some guy named the Reverend. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> Go ahead. So if you're writing the story and you're having her lose these big matches, now you're saying she's going to therapy, right? Well, I mean, this that's, is, that's this the is thing. More, is that the storyline? More of the things to build her up for her to go mad that things aren't going her way. So you can manipulate it in the story. I, I guess, but it's just like nobody's seen her. And all of a sudden, here she is. Oh, she's back. She's cool. She's fine. And then she wrestles, and that's it. She loses. She did well. Bianca Belair wins, and off to the races that she goes. Well, I think that... And Belair will take on who? Who's the... She gets to choose who? I think she... No, she's going up against... Uh, the man. The man, yeah. Becky Lynch. Which, okay. they owe her for what they did at WrestleMania. Like, you you didn't build the match. Becky Lynch just showed up. Like, great. That's awesome for the fans. But uh, this, is, this is a good, this is a good like, exclamation point on, yeah, you on that. You squashed her in, like, 30 seconds after she just won That was last run. WrestleMania already? Yeah. Oh, my God. That like, was you fast. You squashed her in 30 seconds. Like, I get it because it builds towards the heel character of Becky Lynch. You're Which still, I don't even like. You're still shitting on Bianca Blair, who's been busting her ass. Yeah, she's and a phenomenal. Nobody athlete. wants to lose like that. Yeah, well, it is what it is. So Bianca Belair gets it done. Um, I did write down a little bit out of order. Uh, the Rousey Naomi versus Flair and Deville. I couldn't get into it, but I know that Rousey came out dressed in her blue gi, uh, the 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 gi that she wore when she won her first like whatever. She that was the gi that she won when she got the bronze medal in the Olympics. I said whatever. 
I'm like, yeah, well, well, once you won whatever. Like, no, she's an Olympian, you asshole. Anyway, so that that's what she wore. Because, again, Third place. none of these girls, yeah, participation trophy, uh, none of these girls are allowed to wear anything in Saudi Arabia or you'll be beheaded. <laughs> so you can't do that. Um, so she comes out. She does the whole one-arm tie behind the back ordeal. Uh, I didn't get into it. I thought DeVille was hurt. And she, was, or, she was playing it off as a joke. But I so, thought she was, like, out of wrestling. Yeah, I thought no, she, was she, just, was, she was playing her arm off. So that they had to tie Ronda's arm. So then when the match started, she took the brace off. The old arm trick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cowboy Bob Orton has entered the chat. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Staying on the women. Then you got Becca Lynch and Lita. I didn't see that match either. It was good. Yeah. Um, it was. Lita could still go. Of course. Lita could definitely still go. It was a good match. And it was a good, uh, it was good practice for Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Okay, I like it. Uh, one more match before the obviously the main event was Madcap Moss versus McIntyre. See, I can't get behind Drew McIntyre anymore. First of all, he almost killed him. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's a botch. I know that, but it's like a flapjack sort of like a, a reverse Alabama slam almost, right? I uh, you know, i.e. Hardcore Holly. Um, you know that was his finisher, but uh, it didn't look right. He landed right on his head. Everybody looked like Moss was going to die. I don't think he tucked his chin right. You're not supposed he, to tuck your chin at all on a, on a flap. Bump. I don't think he, he was tucked. Supposed, he's not supposed to tuck. I, yeah, I was about to say. All. I don't know if he was supposed to go flat or if he was supposed to flip him. No, he's supposed to go flat on his face, and he decided to tuck his whole head, and which could have killed him. Right? Oh, so, shit. Even I know to go flat. Well, I yeah. If it's a job. face bump, it's a face bump. You know, the face bumps are fun. You know, he's the, not a good looking you know dude you, to begin with. You know Take how I learned? Bump. You know how I learned a face bump? And this is exactly how Pat Buck taught it over at Creator Pro New Jersey. Is that you just you you fall like a chalk outline, like. That yeah. that thing, boom! You hit the mat. Your everything hits at once. You don't hit your Johnson. You don't hit most. You know everything just flush hits at once. Uh, but that's how he's supposed to fall. Did not happen. Uh, I like I said, I can't get behind the McIntyre thing. First of all, he brought a sword into the ring and he almost chopped off the head of Baron Corbin. So I'm assuming Corbin and McIntyre will, will wrestle at Mania. Is uh, that yeah? How the money have fallen? I like I like Drew McIntyre. Yeah, but look where he's at is what I'm saying. Like he was king of the world. During the pandemic. Remember when he won his title when there was there nobody there? Yep. What did he do last year? Did he win it again? He lost it. He lost the belt to who? I think he lost to Brock. At Mania? I don't think he did he lose at Mania? I think he might have. I, I don't he know. Lost but to Brock. All I know is this is how fast the fall you know, how how far the fall could to, could be. How bad certain. is that when Baron Corbin was king of the ring and yeah, and then they, they don't even honor that anymore. Oh, they don't even. Uh, Baron Corbin went through like nineteen different transformations within the last year. Good luck, Corbin. Bad luck, Corbin. This, that, and a third. Stain on the shirt. Got hair. Doesn't have hair. Like it's just. I, and he again, talented dude, right? Just figure the fuck out, guys. Like figure it out. Like the biggest. I'll say this. I'll go on record and say this as a fan and a guy who has appreciated the sport and the business. The worst fumble that the WWE has had in the last 25 years, you can agree with me or disagree with me or say, hold my beer, how about this guy? The worst fumble they've had with talent and not pushing them to the moon forever is Dolph Ziggler. I just saw a promo about him fighting on, on NXT 2.0. This guy should be main eventing WrestleManias. Yeah, he that's was, how goddamn good he is. They and let I, him, they let him win the belt and then take. Him I was off there the for next it. Night. I was there for the cash in against oh, Alberto wow. Del Rio. I've never heard the place louder. That was the day after WrestleMania. It was the right. So I was there for that. You that music hit. You, 
I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it, man. He won that thing. AJ Lee was his manager. Big E was his his bodyguard, right? He had this little faction going on. Wins the strap. Great moment. They just couldn't get it right with him, and I never understood why. But like no. he, they've they've dropped the ball with this guy, just like they're currently dropping the ball with McIntyre. And he's and got such a charismatic personality, dude. He's it, but I mean, he all right. Everybody calls him. Everybody calls Dolph Botchamania. Like I get it. He he's botched some some with spots, everything that he does. On. With everything that he does in this this in professional wrestling. Why, Mike? I'm talking to you. I know you're listening with your <sighs> Botchamania, Dolph Ziggler hate. Um. Hawaii Mike actually showed me a couple. Uh, he's got some of those chalk line pants. Like he's bought in like the DX ones and the Shawn Michaels ones and shit. And I was like, damn, I'm jealous. Because they're like $85 a pair of pants. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah, I don't need these pants that bad. Um, but yeah, man, they have to figure things out. Like McIntyre chasing around Corbin with a sword is not what I you know saw McIntyre. The last time I saw McIntyre up close, I was calling his match against Anthony Bowens of AEW. They, they main evented Battle Club Pro in the Bronx. Oh wow! Right, and I was I called that match, so I got the call. Was a match. that after he got released from WWE yes. the first time? Yes, yes. Uh, but even even more so when he went on a tear and WWE kind of rediscovered yeah. him. That was like one of his last matches on the Indies before they brought him back. And obviously, Bowens, we know what happened with him. So he's now in the acclaimed. <laughs> so he's doing okay too. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they're they're dropping a ball with these guys. I don't know if this this storyline is any good. I haven't invested too much time in it, so like I can't judge it for what it is, but. I, I don't know, man. I just I feel bad for guys that look the way that McIntyre look and look the way that even Corbin. I know he's not like he's like a he's not jacked out of the gills, but he could go, man. He can go. You remember when he first debuted, bro? He could go. So it's yeah, like, what, what are we doing? Him as like the boogeyman. Like he was just if he came out, it was over. Right, right. All right, main event time. Brock Lesnar wins the WWE Championship. Um, obviously, a couple things to go over in this match is that. One, we well, I didn't know this until I read articles afterwards. But Bobby Lashley hurt himself at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, they didn't they didn't put any of that out beforehand. Mm -hmm. So good Not job, guys. And notice that he didn't have any matches on Raw from the Rumble all the way to the yeah. Chamber. So good job, guys. With you know you dirt sheet writers, Dave Meltzer. I'm looking at you. Sucks for not telling us that he was having a shoulder surgery until after the event. But then the WWE writers gave us a horseshit reasoning that he couldn't come into the match with the concussion protocol <laughs> when the plexiglass never hit him in the head, the wrestler never hit him in the head. If you were going to write it, because now you're telling everybody that he's getting shoulder surgery after the fact. Mm hmm that glass landed on the front of his body, close to his shoulder. So more than it not even the back head. of the head hit anything. No. Nothing. No. Ugh. That's why I'm watching it. I'm like, rough, rough I'm scene. like, it, it's not even touching his face. What are they talking about? Right. Like, what are you talking about? That's the shit that these WWE writers fumble on. You took a great spot. It was awesome. He went through it. Great. He got hurt. Sell that. But sell it for why he's going to be out. Give a reason right. like they used to do for why he's going to be out. Not that he got hurt during the Royal Rumble. Make that the reason that he got hurt. So do he something. comes back with a vengeance. So Brock Lesnar gets in there, dominates everybody, squashes how, how everybody. How he wasn't disqualified for kicking out 
when it wasn't even his turn. Like, that's, I that's hilarious, though. Oh, he's it's a, great. He's just like, you know, I'm not waiting anymore. I you love know? the like, spot, yeah. but it's just like, okay, well, if there's not a rule against that, why aren't they doing that more? Correct. Okay, good point. Uh, but Lesnar runs through it. Uh, I got to give a shout to Austin Theory. He sold his ass yeah. off to Brock Lesnar, <laughs> getting F fired off the top of the pod, which, again, crazy stunt you know that, that's just you don't know how you're gonna land you notice know where you're gonna the, land uh, notice how they put the pad on the outside of the chamber now when that used to be just, just grain yeah grading. just great yeah i don't i mean obviously it's safety for the, yeah. the performers of course um but yeah he sold his ass off and this was the entire match like he was eating a lot of shit brock sold good with that nut shot that was good he did he did he, uh though the nut shot was a turning point and everybody was like oh, wait can austin theory really pull this off and then it's like no he's not um but overall, match was great. Sets up now. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania, title for title. Um, I'm loving that. The last time I think we saw title for title. Last, last, not last WrestleMania, the WrestleMania before that, Becky Lynch uh, I'm not, and Charlotte. Okay. When's the last time? Here's a trivia question. Title for title in any shape, way, way or shape or form, WWE WrestleMania main event. Chris Jericho, wasn't it? Mm. When he was the undisputed when they did the WCW, WWE. Maybe. I was going way back. I was going to say Hogan and, and Warrior, but that was WWE Championship and then Intercontinental. Intercontinental. Uh, which, by the way, <laughs> when I was a kid, that was WrestleMania six. I was like, I don't even know. What, the, what year was that? 80-something? I don't know. I thought, I was under the impression that the loser would get the IC belt. <laughs> like, you lost the match, you get the IC belt. Uh, you won the match, you get the uh, the world championship. You would That's, think so, right? Yeah, no. And yeah. and then, obviously, Warrior holding up both. I'm like, oh, okay, get it. Um, but anyway, so I'm excited for that for the sole purpose of now this, this feud. The only thing is now, going forward, it's February 21st as we record this. As you're listening to this, it's already 2-22-22. And you're wondering where the championship is going to be on raw there is none you know so this is all going to be on smackdown based and i'm wondering if they cross over both like will roman come to raw you know like they have to promote this fight more than once a week no because i mean like what else are you going to promote on raw title wise for the simple fact that it's wrestlemania does it really need promotion i mean yeah everybody's going to watch it regardless but i don't know so like, think that's about. what I mean. Like this is WWE is so complacent; they go the UFC route. Like I seriously think Dana White is taking advice from Vince McMahon <laughs> on like, ah, oh, don't hey, listen, pal, don't worry about don't worry about promoting all that. You're the UFC; they know when you're you're coming. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about promoting it. It's fine. Right. Well, maybe. Yeah. It's not like everybody watches it. So it's it's like a national you have holiday. More non wrestling fans watching it, or people who it's like the Super Bowl. Like for me, that's what used to get me back into watching wrestling was WrestleMania weekend because you have the um, Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and then you have WrestleMania itself. They usually have some good surprises with that. Like right. when I stopped watching wrestling for a little bit, what got me back into it was when Scott Hall, uh, Jake the Snake got inducted into the hall of fame and then i watched the wrestlemania the next night when they made sting lose for absolutely no reason and ruined his coming into yeah yeah wwe i'm just trying to think of that one speech uh scott hall 
good guys finish last, or some no, of them bad uh, guys. Bad, bad do. times, bad I, times don't last, but bad guys do. Yeah, no, I love that, but, dude. First of all, if there is there anybody more with a one way like trip ticket to heaven more than Diamond Dallas Page? My man has helped so many people, and I've met him countless amount of times. The nicest guy I've ever actually interacted. I've never gotten the chance to meet him. Oh, such a nice dude, bro. He's energy to the max, bro. He literally, I'm pretty sure when he came in one time to WrestlePro, we knew he was coming in on a a Friday, and the show was on a Saturday. He hosted a DDP yoga seminar on Friday night. I didn't get a chance to go, but it's like, dude, like this guy is so high energy. He just wants everybody to be healthy and shit, like. God bless that guy, man. He's he's awesome. He's he's helped a, a lot of people. And he's opened his house to these guys. I know. Like he opened his house to Jake the Snake back in the day when a freaking python got loose in in DDP's house. Oh well, yeah. And they I, had to rip apart all the walls. I don't remember this at all. Oh, you, you got to listen to podcasts, brother. I, I mean, I, I usually do. I mean, not, not so much wrestling podcasts anymore. I was more of a Cole Cabana podcast guy. I was more oh, of a Stone Cold. What, what, you don't like Cole Cabana? No. He's, a, he's the man. Live from my studio apartment. Get the fuck out of here. I like him. I like him a lot. I, he's a friend of ours and a friend of mine over at WrestlePro, so I have not one word, bad word to I say about Cole Cabana. The, the whole CM Punk show that he did where... I, I kind of just didn't like him because of what was going on with CM Punk. Well, I stopped watching. I stopped liking CM Punk because he's a bitch. <laughs> like, so that's See? that. Well, that's just my opinion of him. Um, hey, guys, just so you know, uh, Chopheads uh, Combat Sports will be live at AEW with our interview with uh, oh, yeah, CM Punk. Totally. <laughs> yeah, but hey, remember that time you blocked me on Twitter because you couldn't handle the fact that I congratulated Mickey Gall for mauling you? <laughs> remember that time there? Cliff, or what's his name? Cliff, Chris. Chicago made punk. No, what's his name? Phil. There it is. Remember that? Phil. Uh, Phil. I don't care. It doesn't. At this point, dude, I'm so far like gone when it comes to like worrying about people's opinions in the world of wrestling. Because if you think about it, dude, and I stepped away from wrestling in 2020 for a little while because it got crazy. Like it just there was things that I just didn't want to be around anymore. But then, like when you step around and you just like focus on the things that I love and enjoy, like sports and shit, right? You realize you come to realize that a lot of these professional wrestlers' opinions are like legitimately nonsense, and it will never affect your everyday life. So you couldn't wait to get out. I can't wait to get in. <laughs> Look, and, and it's funny you should say that because. I found those pictures the other day, and I posted them on, on Instagram. I was going down memory lane of my professional wrestling days, and, and I do miss some of the cool shit that came with wrestling, right? If I – what we spoke about in pre, if I start feeling better and, and, I, and I really want to, like, fucking start challenging myself again, I know one promoter that will hands down say, Dave, whatever you want to do, just do it. And if I say, hey, by the way, I also have a manager, and his name is Reverend Tommy D, and he goes, cool, bring him too. I know a guy. He'll hook it well, up here, here's, if I decided to do something like really that. Here's what really got me going with that. So my friend Frankie, uh, he's actually a Woodbridge Middle School teacher. Big wrestling fan. Like him and I, were, we went to the Raw after Chris Benoit won the belt. Mm. Um, like a huge wrestling Can't fan. say that name. I will always say that. Name. We said that on the podcast today, by the way. Oh, <laughs> a couple times. But go ahead. I'm sure you did with Scoop here. Yeah, Scoop's, dark, son of a bitch. Scoop's got some darkness in him. He, th- he thinks he's me. That's the problem. I love it. Um, so I was talking to him on the phone the other night, and I was telling him because he's now listening to the podcast because he didn't realize that we did a pro wrestling one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had said, you know, I, I still have that dream. He was my uh, tag team championship partner at the BCW. In the backyard wrestling? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And I said to him, I go, you know, I still have that that dream of being a heel manager. He goes, well, you know, I got the opportunity to do that once, right? I was like, what are you talking Where about? I think it might have been in Raleigh or Woodbridge. Um, they were doing something. I guess it was a benefit for the school. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the wrestler said to him, hey, do you want to be a part of it? So he was like, going to be a manager. He got to pull the referee out. And the guy goes, you want to take a bump? And he got speared. I'm like, this isn't fair. I look like I can at least if you, belong if you, in If there. you want to take a spear, just tell me. <laughs> I can do I that do for it you. I in front of like, you know, three, 400 people to possibly have a job. Oh, like, right. that's why. And I said to him, Listen, I go, you know, that's not I fair. Got, I got the connections. He's I, about, he's about and this I just, big. And I just ran into uh, somebody at my new gym who literally said, he's like, oh, whatever you want, man. You know, if you ever want to get back in or do anything, just let me know. You know, and the only thing I do right now is... Obviously, I, I ring an ounce when called upon, and I do commentary. Have I ever thought about getting back in the ring and wrestling again? No, not really. It doesn't really cross my mind because it's just like, you know, that beat the shit out of me. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you're if you're not if you're a hater out there and you're like, well, wrestling's fake. Like, you'd be surprised, man. Like, my ass, I got my ass kicked, and everything that like you know you're taught like to do certain things, like fall, like take a bomb, like take this, take that. Everything hurts. I don't care what anybody says. Everything fucking hurts. That's the good thing about martial arts. Like, when I was a kid, I learned how to take falls from uh, doing karate. Right. Uh, Jiu-jitsu, wrestling. You get thrown on that mat. you got to learn how to take a fall. It's not bullshit. That's for sure. But I got some connections. We'll see It's it's not like I'm not willing to put the work in, but I'm not going to go to a wrestling school, pay $5,000. It's not not $5,000. It's not $5,000. Like, I'm not going to be a wrestler. I just want to be there in a suit. (laughs) <laughs> with a microphone being the biggest asshole that I could be and maybe making a few bucks doing it. All right, all right. I'll, I'll make some calls. I'll make some calls. But that'll do it for today's episode of the Chop Sports, co- or Chop Head. I always screwed this up. Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast. There we, there we go. I think it was episode five. Yep. Okay, cool. Episode cinco. Uh, and uh, do yourself a favor. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review for us. Let us know how how much we suck or how good we are. Uh, either way, it helps us out, helps the algorithm, helps people search for us over on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. So, for Dave Sturgeo and, of course, the Reverend Tommy D, this has been another episode. What happened? Hey, guys. uh, Get on over to (laughs) www.fightbookmma.com for all of your wrestling and mixed martial arts needs on Thursday nights, sitting ringside with owner Roberto Villa. This shit's there, Dave Rodriguez. You have to always roll the R? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and the shits there, Dave Rodriguez, and of course, why don't Rudy you roll Lara. the R for Dave Rodriguez? Because it's not, it doesn't Rodriguez. And eh, no, <laughs> no, Dave, Dave shuts a shit talker to everybody. He just gets Dave the shits there, Dave Rodriguez. All right, well, shout out to Fightbook MMA. We almost forgot that. So once again, for Dave Starchio, and of course the Reverend Tommy D, and of course missing in action Chris Gucci. He'll be back next week. This has been another episode. Uh, hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time.